Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Elevated. Thanks for tuning into the podcast with Sean Lee, Managing Partner at Elevated Retirement Group, serving you here in the Salt Lake City area. We always appreciate you checking us out on the podcast. Make sure you check them out online at elevatemyretirement.com or you can listen to the podcast at retirementelevatedpodcast.com. And while you're there, click on uh, the link for iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, various different Google Play, all those kinds of places where you can get your subscription to podcasts, whatever your format is that you like to listen to in the car or wherever you're traveling. You know, as always, we appreciate your time. And Sean, welcome in, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's always good to have you here. And I know you're getting ready to take a little trip here at the time where we're taping this podcast. You're getting ready to go uh, down to Denver from your area there and get a little uh, educational thing you're going to, learning some stuff. What are you doing? Yeah, we're going to a three-day conference. April's a pretty crazy month with conferences. and Yeah and whatnot. So it'll be good. I yeah. mean, lots going on, lots to learn. And well, I was going to say, continuing learn. education and what you do is kind of a must, right? You always yeah, gotta stay you got to constantly learn. Yeah, absolutely. Got to stay up on what's going on out there. Well, listen, I, I want to do uh, something pretty simple today on the podcast. Let's just talk about some common pain points for folks. Everybody's got them, right? No matter what kind of avenue in life you're talking about, whether it's actual pain, <laughs> we've all got aches and pains as we're getting older, or right. it's, uh, you know, uh, your kids uh, drive you nuts, they cause some pain points, whatever the case is. But this, let's talk about some financial pain points. And we all have some general ones that I think we adhere to, and they affect everybody differently. Let's talk about a few of these and some things to maybe help alleviate some of that pain, since you can't really take an Advil for worrying about running out of money. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll see if right. we can come up with a better way to think about some things. So let's talk about that as the first one, running out of money before we pass on. Number one fear, always the case with retirees. If that's a common pain point for you, what should we be doing to try to not have that fear? You know, and, and everything that we're going to talk about today can be alleviated with clarity for the most part. Okay. You know, there's, there's things we can't control. I mean, I can't control inflation. I can't control longevity to an extent. I can't control what the markets are going to do over the next 10 years. Right. But we can control a lot of things through just basic planning, through through creating a clearly defined income plan and a clearly defined map that tells us, one, how we're going to get our income, where we're going to get it from, what's our comfort level in the areas that we're currently invested to pull income from. And we see it all the time. We talk about this in our retirement elevated classes. You know, the number one fear is running out of, out of money before you pass away. Right. Well, the easy way to alleviate that fear is to build a plan. You know, we're going to Spirit Lake up in northern Idaho this year, and I've never been there. I don't know where how to get there. If if I just had to take the freeway without a map, I would probably figure it out. Now, see, so you dated but, yourself, Sean. You said a map. Who uses a yeah, map anymore, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> or, or, you know, Google navigation. Right, or exactly. But, I mean, you, you think about that. Like, we're going to map out just a road trip. And we exactly. do the same with Phoenix. We do the same when we drive out there. We do the same with any road trip that we do. And that's just getting us from point A to point B. Now, we'd probably get there. We'd probably sure. get there. Yeah. You know, it might take a little bit longer if we missed a turn here or there. But what we commonly find is that there's not a clearly defined roadmap that lays out how somebody's going to get income in retirement. Very yeah. few people have that clearly defined income plan. I think that's a great way of thinking about it. Look, clarity. You know, what kind of uh, prescription do you need for worrying about running out of money before dying, if you will? Clarity. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and what kind of person are you? How do you want? Yeah, there you go. Uh, how do you want your income built? You know, do you want to use the markets? Do you want to use? 
protected vehicles that are a little bit more conservative. Right. Okay. Uh, do you want a combination of the two? Like, figuring out who you are will go a long way in designing your plan. No, I think that's a really great point. And so could the same thing be said when we're thinking about taxes? Do we really need to start focusing on really longer term planning maybe? Or or is it shorter term planning on taxes? Because right now, the devil in what we know is that the tax rates are low and they're going to be low for a little bit, but we don't know how long. Right. And usually what happens there is, Sean, I've got a tax plan. My CPA gets with me every year and then he tells me what happened in the past. You know, I just got an email today from a person. Hey, I've got, to, I need to chat with you. My CPA told me that I owed some money. Well, all right. Well, that's one way to look at tax planning. But if there was a way to coordinate your income strategy with when you take social security, when you maybe pull out of your investment accounts and what type of investment accounts you pull out of, and it could potentially save you a little bit of money in taxes. Wouldn't you want to know about that? No, yeah, for sure. Exactly. So when we look at tax planning, you know, it comes down to clarity again, understanding more of a forward thinking tax strategy, and then how all of your investments and all of your assets coordinate together to create the most efficient withdrawal strategies. Yeah. And a lot of times with the tax situation, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Sean, because you do this every day, but with it being right now what it is, so many people are they do kind of tend to kick that can down the road and focus on it later. And it's not the worst idea to start having the conversation about taking some of that tax and getting that, you know, cut down now. Right. Right. Well, conventional thinking is let's defer out your sure, yeah. retirement accounts to do. Yeah. As long as possible and spend down your other accounts and then don't worry, you'll be in a lower tax bracket down the road. Right. But I would argue that, you know, we, you probably don't, you may not want to do that because if you're kicking the can down the road from a deferral and it's all IRA, 401k money, you're potentially setting yourself up for a, a big shock once you hit 70 and a half and you have to take out your required minimum distributions. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's a good point. So coordinating earlier is definitely better. The earlier you plan, the better off you're going to be. And it's just taking the time to coordinate your income, your investment, and your tax strategy all into one. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're talking about common pain points here on the podcast. This is Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee, the Elevated Retirement Group. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play and uh, wherever you get your podcast subscriptions from. Feel free to follow us on a regular basis as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement. And we're talking about those common pain points. And then another one that you really got to focus on, we kind of covered the two biggies, right? Death and taxes. Um, Those are always kind of leading the charge, but any more right there at a close second or close third, I should say, maybe vying for second is the nursing home aspect. And and maybe nursing home is the wrong term. Maybe it's just some form of long-term assistance, but not planning for that, that costs, I mean, people have a huge fear of this. Yeah. I mean, we're living longer, right? It's longevity isn't an issue now. I mean, my wife's grandparents are... 90s and late 80s. Yeah. Well, genetics still play a factor, but yeah, absolutely. Right. Her other grandparents lived their 90s. Mine passed away a little bit earlier. But there's this trend out there that, oh, you know, 60 or 70% of people are going to need nursing care, which is true to a point. But, and that came from a Genworth study. But what people take into account or don't take into account is that that study counts the person who maybe fell down and needs to go into a rehab facility for three weeks and then they go back home or they had open heart surgery and they need some care in an assistance facility for a couple of weeks and then they go back home. Now, right now, 
there's really four ways that you can plan for long-term care. You can say, you know what, I'm just going to self-fund it and I'm going to run the risk that I'm going to not need it. And if I do, I'm willing to spend some of my assets to cover it. I could use long-term care or I could look at alternative routes where, you know, there are nudies with long-term care confinement provisions, or there's life insurance with long-term care provisions. But when you start to look at long-term care, you just need to understand what the true costs are in your area. Whether you're in Salt Lake or California, the costs are going to be different. Multiply that by three because the average person stays in a care facility about 2.7 years and determine if you're comfortable spending down your assets. If you're not, look at an alternative way to plan for it. Yeah. And don't just think about spending down your assets, right? It's also your partners, your assets and your spouse, right? Yeah, because usually there's a survivor. Right. (laughs) And they're the ones left holding the the bag, if you will, because now their retirement plans are really thrown out the window. And granted, they're already suffering from losing you or potentially, but it could really change things for them and put them in in a situation that they were not planning on being in. Right. So, yeah, so it's factoring that in there as well. Don't just kind of look at our our own selves because it's usually the the person who's not suffering from the long-term illness that also can suffer in other ways. Well, time-wise, I think we're doing okay here. I've got two more. Let's see if we can squeeze those in real quick before we sign off on this week's podcast. Do you find that people, uh, it's a common pain point, Sean, when when you're sitting down with people for the first time, and maybe this is one that doesn't get as much attention, but it's just the idea of actually retiring. Like, you know what? And whatever the case is, let's say, you know, two weeks from now, I'm, I'm not going to get any more paychecks, you know, like whatever that retirement date is, that initial feeling of, oh man, I no longer get a paycheck in my life. <laughs> right. It's okay. I'm done working. I'm super excited. And oh no, where's the money going to come from? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's coming, but there's got to be like a uh, moment, you know? Yeah. And so when you look at building a plan, a lot of this can be automated and almost turned into mailbox money, depending on how your income strategy is created. So, you know, three months before you plan on taking Social Security, it's a good idea to probably apply. That gives time to to get everything set up, make sure it's in good order, and you can get your first check. You know, if you have an employer pension, you've got to take some time, and, and usually that comes after you retire. So you've got to put some planning in to make sure that that comes in in a timely manner. And then from an investment perspective, okay, how are you going to create your income? You know, what sources are your, is your income going to come from? Is it going to come from the market? Uh, are you going to use dividends or withdrawal strategies? Uh, are you going to use, you know, fixed accounts like annuities or CDs to create income? If you're doing that, then you just need to set that up to where it's automatic. And, you know, you can withhold taxes uh, from those distributions. You can automate them so they come in monthly. And you can make it so you don't really have to think about, okay, what day of the month Am I going to start getting paid? You can control all of that. So when you start to look at distribution strategies inside of your plan, you know, kind of coordinate the social securities, pensions, and and withdrawal from your assets all together. So you make it look like you're still getting a monthly paycheck. You know, make it so it comes in every two weeks or a portion of it does. Absolutely. Good advice. Good conversation here today on the podcast with Sean Lee. This is Retirement Elevated. And uh, the final piece we'll talk about on the five common most common pain points, I should say, that we experience in our financial life is the good old market. And that's just always going to be there for people. Anxiety over this thing. It's just part of it, right? And you can control that to a degree, depending on your mindset and depending on your plan and depending on how you have yourself set up. But the ball's kind of in your court. Would you agree on that, Sean? Because if you're choosing to stress over this thing all the time, then maybe the plan is not what you need it to be. Oh, totally. And and a lot of that 
well, I can't control what the market's going to do. Sure, I, right. You know, if you don't need the money for 10 years, you don't really care what the market does. Maybe you do, but if you don't need it for 20 years, you know, you know there's going to be ups and downs and you just allow for your for your investments to do what they're doing. But if you need income in two years or five years or seven years, you're probably a little bit more concerned about what the markets are doing. And that's the one thing as advisors, we don't have any control over. If somebody tells you they have control over the markets, they're they're crazy. <laughs> You know, no, no crystal balls working here anytime, anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what we can control is one, getting a really good understanding of what's happening in our current investments, understanding the the potential upside, but also understanding the potential downside and the risks that you're taking and, and where you're invested. Once you have clarity on where you're invested, then you can make decisions on, okay, is that comfortable for me or not? If it's not comfortable for you at the level of risk that you're taking and you don't have a real strong comfort level with how you're going to generate your income, you probably need to put together a clearly defined income plan and wrap your investments around and build your investments based on what you're comfortable with and how you're comfortable with drawing income. Absolutely. Look, folks, I mean, all of these things are common pain points that everybody experiences, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know, I'm stressing about this. I have an extreme worry about that or whatever. It's understandable. But to Sean's point, and I think you started off with a really good, simple word, clarity can help you along the way. And you get that through having a plan in place that works for you. And maybe you have one. Maybe you're not 100% about it. You need second opinion, whatever that kind of thing looks like. Having those conversations with your advisor or a different advisor is always a good idea, especially when you can kind of get more clarity from the conversation, or at least we hope you do. So that's one of the reasons we do the podcast and we appreciate your time. And if you've got some of these common pain points, you have some questions, you need a little bit of help, reach out and talk to Sean and the team at 855-50-RETIRE, 855-50-RETIRE, or check them out online at elevatemyretirement.com and make sure you subscribe to the podcast and listen to us on future episodes, past episodes as well, as we talk about investing finance and retirement. So have a conversation today and don't suffer from those uh, those common pain points. Sean, thanks for your time, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. As always, we'll talk to you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.